Hey guys, welcome to the Kim Barrett Show. I am your host, Kim Barrett, and on today's episode, we interview Carissa Hill. Now, Carissa has been a friend of mine for about five years now, I think it is, so really when our businesses both started to take off, and she is really a specialist at just building the fundamentals really, really well when it comes to Facebook marketing. And in there, in this episode, we actually differentiate between Facebook marketing and Facebook advertising, and then how also you build a personal brand and how to leverage that with your business. So if you're someone who's looked at, you know, how, like, what, what is Facebook marketing? How do I do the organic side of Facebook and really accelerate that? She is an absolute boss at that. That's what she's going to share with us today, as well as leveraging a personal brand, which is really cool too. So if you've wanted to do anything like that, you need to jump into this. And as always, if we can ever help you, if you need help with your marketing, advertising your business, head over to www.mogulcall.com and we'd be more than willing to help you guys out. And of course, it's absolutely free of charge. But anyway, let's jump into the episode and chat with Carissa. Carissa, thank you so much for making the time to join us today on the Kim Barrett Show podcast. How's things? What's happening for you? What's happening over in your world over there? Um, all of the things. I feel like 2020 is just has a good vibe. Like, I mean, we started the year with the country on fire, um, which was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit scary. But I feel like it's everyone that I'm talking to at the moment just has lots of new stuff going on, and sometimes. We need shitty things to happen to, to clear out and make room for new. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I love it. Now, obviously, I've given a little bit of an intro about you to everyone anyway. But tell us, I always like to ask this question. If I walked up to you at a party and I was like, hey, Carissa, what do you do? What's, what's your answer? I usually say, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Try and flip it back on. I honestly, I don't have an answer because it changes depending on who I'm talking to. Right, if, you were, know- if you were talking to me and we obviously we've yep. known each other for a few years, but if we didn't, if I was just like, hey, Chris, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Usually like the generic answer is I help people to grow businesses with Facebook. Yeah, and then depending on how much they know about Facebook or marketing or business, the conversation can go deeper or completely away from the topic. <laughs> yeah. So what in what circumstances would your answer be different? Like give me a few other scenarios and what are your answers there? Probably if I don't want that person to ask me questions about Facebook marketing. Like <laughs> I don't know if you can relate to that, but sometimes I just meet, you know, maybe – I don't know, someone that you know is just going to ask you a million questions about it if they know what you do. And sometimes if I don't feel like going down that rabbit hole, I'll keep it very basic, (laughs) keep it shallow. And other times if I really am interested in that person and I want to help them, then we'll go all the way in. Yeah, awesome. I love that. And now like one of the keys there that stands out for me, right, is you say Facebook marketing, not Facebook advertising. Because whilst you Mm. know advertising, I would say that you are a gun Facebook marketer being that you leverage kind of like all aspects of Facebook, not just like me, I'm on the ad side of things. That's where I stay. But you really kind of hone in and help people build brands on like the whole platform of Facebook. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about like, and because that's how I discern it and separate it, but like I'd love to hear your point of view as well. That's actually such a great explanation. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like I do, I do ads and I teach ads, but they're very simple. I don't, <laughs> I'm actually not a big fan of, like, I like Facebook advertising because I know the results. 
that can come from it. But I try and keep things as basic and simple as possible. And I'd much rather have one ad running that is growing my audience on my page and my group and then content the rest of the time, like content marketing and relationship building. And that's been my strategy even when I back, you know, I had a hair, chain of hair and beauty salons before I started teaching and coaching and getting into marketing and advertising and sales and stuff. And, yeah, so I, I prefer to grow an audience, so like grow a fan base and build relationships with that audience through content and engagement. And that's one of the biggest things that I help other people to do as well and how to understand mm-hmm. benefits of that as well. Yeah, I'd love to know a little bit more about that. So just the other day, we had uh, Julia Mann on as well. So she was mm-hmm. big on content engagement in groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. Yes. Tell, me, like, tell me for yourself, because obviously one of the big things that I've seen you do super well is obviously your group as well, Coffee with Carissa. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming you've got your coffee cup right there, right? Like, I have a yeah, coffee cup. A coffee yes. cup. Not my yeah. own brand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, but so, so tell me, like, what, how, how do you, because uh, it was going to be interesting to see, because obviously everyone does stuff slightly differently. How do you grow your group? And then what's your thought process around the content and value you provide in there? Yeah, that's a great question. I love my group so much. Like, I actually just, it's like the hub of where all of my business comes from. So, my main strategy is to try and, like, get my ideal clients into that group. So, the main, like, the way that I grew the group in the beginning was just, you know, I started it for fun way back when. I didn't even know, like, you know, 45 years ago when groups were a thing, I didn't know how to use them for business or selling or anything. And I started it just for fun, just to share things that I was passionate about or that I was interested in or that it helped me with others. So, like, book recommendations or, like, marketing tips and stuff that was going on with my business and asking people questions about their business. And then the first time I sold something in it, I just it was like a book that I wrote or a short course that I created I kind of just told people about it in the group and so many people bought it. And I was like, huh, this is, this is the thing. Like, this is a strategy. I could probably duplicate this. And it was so easy. And it felt really good because I like knew, felt comfortable with the people in there. So I much prefer to sell something to someone who already knows me and likes me and trusts me rather than trying to sell to a cold audience, which is why my ads are all just designed to try and get people, you know, into my group or into my email list to warm them up. And so the first ad that I, like I dabbled with a few different ideas and ads to try and find one that worked best. I created an ebook that was basically telling my story of how I used Facebook to grow my chain of hair and beauty salons. I ran that as an ad targeting hair and beauty salons. And I think I grew my group to 16,000 members and I grew my email list to like 20,000 just all through that one ad. So that's what I mean about like I'd rather get one, like find one thing, put in time to test and test and test and then like the one thing that does well, just like keep that running. And I had that running for three years, that one ad, until it finally kind of started trickling off. And then I actually had a bit of a challenging year last year and I kind of took my foot off the gas a little bit and just wanted to maintain rather than grow because I was pregnant and had a baby. And so I've just started advertising and growing my group again now with a new ad, but I realised the old one stopped working. Just no matter what I was doing, nobody wanted to download my ebook anymore. And I was like, okay, I've kind of either maximized the audience or like exhausted the audience or like people just don't want to download a book or something. I don't know what it is. So now I have a brand new strategy, which I can share with you. Please, <laughs> I, was I was just about to say, like, tell me, I'm all ears. I, feel I, I like I, it's like my little secret, but I'm like, but I love sharing. Look, so look, so only me that. and every single listener will, <laughs> will copy it. So it's not a problem. I know. <laughs> 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 but Phyllis, give us uh, give us some juice. Come on. 
it's it's juicy but it's so simple that's why I like it so way back when like I don't know I used to tell people never run ads for page likes right because it's a waste of money why would you run ads for page likes however I'm now running an ad for page likes targeting my ideal people with a short video and then getting so many likes for that like you know 30 50 cent 30 to 50 cents per page like for like actual ideal clients not just people overseas it's got a short video of me spinning around in a a sparkly pink dress that says like i'm carissa and i like pink and sparkles and marketing and you know all of the things have we met yet so it's kind of um my philosophy is it's like if i was at a party and i was introducing myself to someone for the first time that's my first introduction of that Mm. like ad so then they come over to my page um, or they start seeing retargeting content from me that I've been retargeting people who've watched that video. And then the call to action on my page is to join my group. And so because there's still no resistance there, they haven't put in their email address yet. They're just kind of like, who is this chick? Let's just figure stuff out and stalk. And so they join my group. And then when they join my group, one of the questions is, would you like my freebie? What's your email address? So then we put them into the email list and then they're on my email list. They're being retargeted and they're in my group. And that's my strategy, and it's working really well. <laughs> I like it. So when you say when you say that your they come to your page, then the call to action is to join the group. So that's in your banner, and then your button at the top goes to your group. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Cool. So I've kind of t- changed my whole strategy. Rather than like prioritizing getting people as leader on my email address, I prioritize getting them in my group to get to know me, and then I retarget them with more value, and then I retarget them with a call to action. So. I guess my own marketing style and philosophy always comes from paying attention to what I like to do. So I know if someone targets me with an ad where they try to get me to buy something or opt in straight away, I, like, I'll opt in because I want the freebie, but I don't have any kind of emotional connection with that person. Yeah. Whereas if I follow the person for a little bit first and then I decide that I like them and then I opt in for their freebie, then I'm going to open their emails and buy stuff from them. Mm. So that's what I'm trying to like reverse engineer. Yeah. So you're trying to build in that because obviously, uh, and this is what I talked to Julie about as well. It's like, obviously you've got Gary V who's the whole jab, 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 right hook, uh, mm-hmm. which is like give, give, give. And then you're asking. So mm-hmm. for you, is it, it's pretty much sounds like it's pretty much that ratio. It's that three, four. And this is not, I don't want people to get this wrong. This is not three to four touch points. This is three to four like platform connections, which is like page, join group, join email list. And on mm-hmm. that, they're going to have, probably tens, if not twenties, fifties, hundreds of actually touch points with you across those different platforms. Would that be right in saying yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. And yeah, the ratio, I would even say it's more like 90-10 these days, like yeah. 90% value, 10% call to action stuff. But I still also, I'm, I'm playing with a lot of different new strategies this year. Like I'm doing webinars for the first time in ages and haven't done webinars before, but Rather than I've usually just done a launch and a live video in my group, I found that wasn't working that well for the last few that I've done. I think maybe because, you know, I know people get bored of seeing the same thing and so I'm like, well, let's mix it up. And so, yeah, now I'm trying to get, once they're warm, then I'm trying to get them to sign up to a webinar for my program so they're already interested in working with me before they're there. So I'm not also trying to sell to a cold audience on a webinar. I love that. Now... Mm. So for someone like, because I think sometimes what happens is for someone like you who's built a personal brand the last like four or five years, has done a phenomenal job of doing it and has a lot of really credibility, that all makes sense. 
Now, if someone's just starting and they're only just about to build their personal brand and doing it, do you recommend the same strategy? Like what different, should they approach things differently? Because uh, otherwise, I don't want everyone to hear this and go and just start running page likes and build their growth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they have no strategy around it. Yeah. yeah. So like for you, because obviously that's a big focus for you is helping those people with their, to launch their personal brands as well. What's kind of some of the, the first few things that people need to take yeah. into consideration and think about when they do that? Yeah. So this is actually one of the things that I'm specializing, like specializing, focusing on helping people to do this year. And I've actually just launched a new membership that's all about that as well. And I still recommend always focusing on audience growth. Like I think as soon as you, because I did take my foot off the pedal for audience growth for a while and it kind of like plateaued everything. Like, and I know, you know, in a business that I had, I just had to for my mental state at the time, but I think you should always be focused on growing your audience so that's one of the first things, but also the content has to be good from the start because people will judge you on first impressions. So, you know, if you are growing your audience and getting them onto, you know, your group, your Instagram, your email list, wherever it is that you want them to go, you need to make sure that you are creating really valuable content that's focused around like a specific area of expertise because they're going to like one of my clients, as an example, is starting a business based around like crystals and having like crystal parties but she knows so much about like all this other like spiritual wellness stuff and it's like yeah but at first they follow you because they want to know about crystals so all your content has to be about crystals and then ideally you want to also like retarget them with some videos and some posts and stuff to warm them up as well and then have some kind of sequence I suppose where you go value 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 and then become a lead for my thing does that make sense like, it does. I think you can do it from the start, even if you have no fans, you can still do that well from the start, mm. but you have to have a strategy around it. Like every post that I put on Instagram or in my group, usually, oh, the group ones, not so much, but like Instagram, Facebook page, I don't just fling them on Instagram and leave them there. I make them a blog on my website. I sometimes set them up as a retargeting post. I set them up as an automated email to go out to my list. So I'm trying to like maximize the results that I get from everything because I have two small babies as well, like a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. So I'm like, everything that I do has to be like... <laughs> The maximum um, results must come from it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Now let me let me play devil's advocate a little bit on on that um, that strategy and tactic there as well. Yes, please. <laughs> so so someone comes in and and that's like they're they're going to go down that approach, but they need to make money this week. Yeah. How fast does that work? And if it doesn't work that fast, what it, like do or it, it, it may in your experience, like what do they do differently then? So if I'm like, cool, I want to, I'm going to follow that strategy. However, I've just invested to learn this stuff from someone, um, mm-hmm. and I've got a couple hundred bucks, thousand bucks aside for ads and promotion. Mm-hmm. How like what's the speed of that? Because obviously, bringing people through to to be able to help me to generate a return for my crystal business, for example. Yeah. Well, the 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 email strategy that I'm that I've got running at the moment, like they turn into a lead within four days. So if I was to monetize that, like I'm getting people to sign up to a webinar because my time is limited and I can't jump on calls with people one-on-one. But if I wanted to make money straight away, I would go, you know, freebie, get in all the free things, retarget you with the stuff, get you on my email list, send a few emails and then become a lead. And that process 
I like that process for me. And I know it's all personal preference, like different things are going to work for different people as well. And that's a big, another thing that I teach is like, you've got to do your business based on your personality. Otherwise you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> Sorry, like you will. <laughs> I've done that before. But yeah, you can definitely like get someone into a conversation. You can actually get leads straight from your group questions. Actually, that's another thing that I've done before. So if someone finds a video or your like page or they see you and then they join your group and then you say, would you like me to send you an email about this? Or would you like me to call you about this or send, me, send you a private message about this program that I have? Yes or no? They can just say yes, then you can add them as a friend, then you can start a conversation, you know. So there's so many different ways that you can do it. You've got to be good at sales, obviously. Yeah. So <laughs> if they're like if there is some people and they're like, cool, I need I want to be able to see results in kind of like at least being able to have those interactions within a week, it's possible. Yeah. Because I think sometimes Yeah, I think so. Because you can make a friend with someone within a week. It's all about feeling like, you know, and I use this example a lot. If you are at a party, like you're not gonna be friends with everyone there at the party there's going to be some people who are like i just do not like that person for whatever reason or we have nothing in common but then there's that other person that you'll meet that's like oh my god me too that's amazing or like i'm so interested in you like let's hang out for coffee tomorrow and catch up so they're the kind of like with your content marketing that you're putting out you want to attract people who feel that way about you and then when they feel that way about you like you're not just trying to sell them something like you are selling something but they like you as a person at the same time they're going to feel comfortable about saying, yes, let's chat about whatever you can do for me. Yeah, I think that's very important for people to hear because it's like you do need to have and know the strategy that works for you and your business to get to mm. that conversation point, whether it's a webinar, whether it's on Facebook Messenger, whether it's they actually on a call. Yeah, <laughs> everything is the same. But you do have to have that end point because I think sometimes when people first jump online, they're like, I can pretty much like – make money and I'll just send emails to an order order form page and like people will buy my stuff and really it doesn't actually happen like that right there's a lot of other (laughs) actually there's a lot of other stuff that has to go into that so so on on top of that and what you've kind of just shared there and a lot of people now are obviously talking about personal branding and whatnot as well how do you differentiate if someone has so I've got Kim's crystal emporium over here I'm selling my crystals and then I've got Kim Barrett if I'm building my personal brand, am I just focusing on Kim Barrett and I just happen to work at Kim's Crystal Emporium or am I building both simultaneously? Like how do I go about that part? Yeah, I would do both simultaneously. And are they different or, or are they the same? Well, it depends. See, I'm so like I'm such a big believer that like there's every different way to do everything. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you could absolutely grow your business your crystal business your mastermind business or your whatever business just by growing your personal brand because once people know who you are and what you do they're just going to automatically go and want to buy from your Mm. business does that kind of make sense but you still want to make sure that you have like content regularly on your other accounts or even just like maybe you don't even have a social media account for your other business maybe people just go to your website and like sign up for something or Mm. buy something on there or something like that but I mean one of the biggest examples that comes to mind and one of the benefits of personal branding is like Richard Branson and Virgin Airlines as an example like he owns that company but you don't follow Virgin Airlines on social media as much as you probably follow Richard Branson but you know that he owns it and you're going to choose to fly Virgin when you want to fly if you like Richard Branson so I mean I think he sold it actually didn't he I don't know yeah but you get that's the thing once he's still he's still got his personal brand so even if he sells his company he's still got like these massive assets he can do whatever else he wants so yeah yeah so again it comes down to that because i think sometimes when people hear so let me get this right before i say that so 
if I I can have if I let's say I've got your social voice and I didn't have my Kim Barra brand, you yeah. can build your personal brand in with your company. You don't have to because I think sometimes people when they hear about personal branding, they're like, now I've got to do two things. But yeah. it's like you can build it within that same one, like your your business page or your business profiles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. not it's not separate. It's like if you want to, you can put your personal brand into your company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. ha- have you found sometimes that people go, well, like then they start trying to do two and then they're doing 50%, 50% and it doesn't really – like have you kind of noticed that happening? Yeah, and I've yeah. done that myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tried to start – so I've always got like my, you know, my personal brand but then also like a Facebook account and an Instagram account for like my – online coaching program or whatever and I tried to like do both and be putting like curated content on the coaching brand one that wasn't like my name but also on my it's just exhausting and you get confused and so basically the whole strategy that I feel works best for me is um focus mostly on my personal brand and then for you know all of the social media accounts for my company I'm actually starting a new business this year as well but um for my company I just share like customer results and testimonials and stuff on there because when people go over there to have a look, they just want to see like, what can you do for me? What have you done for others? So, you know, every time we get screenshots of customer success stories, we just go and pop it on that other account and that's the content. Yeah. I love that. Mm. And what's the new business? It's called Visionary Media and I want to help visionary people like me with crazy brains and too many ideas to like do their marketing for them basically. So kind of like the strategy that I just shared, but there's going to be teaching and a little bit of done for you, which I haven't done before uh, for a very long time. My first business was done for you marketing, yeah. <laughs> like when I was 19. <laughs> but I'm not going to do anything myself this time. I'm just the visionary. <laughs> nice. And then you've got the media team to do the media. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Now I want to ask you this question. So sometimes it stumps people. Sometimes they just roll with it and it's amazing, but What's one question that I didn't ask you that I should have? Wow. <laughs> I feel stumped by this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like how long it takes you to get results or something. I know you kind of did ask me that, didn't you? Like make sales. No. What's one question you want to ask me that you haven't? You can't just ask the question back to me. <laughs> when you're like, when I'm like, what do you, if I walk up to you at a party, I say, what do you do? You're like, what do you do? You can't just repeat the question back to me. Come on. Or what's, what's, or let me, let me re, reframe it slightly a little bit for you. What's one thing that I could have asked you that we would have had a great chat about? Mm, okay. Maybe like ad spend and how to like start figuring out what ads work for you and how to know which ones to scale. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's start with a little, just go with a small portion of that. How do you, how do you personally figure out what ad to start off with? Yeah. Okay. I always try and put like, because I want to attract people who are like me to my brand, I always pay attention to the kinds of things that I respond best to. So I'm always looking for like ads that show up from other people. Like the, the like ad idea, I actually saw someone else doing something like that in like a fitness agency or something like that. And I just thought it was cool. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to, you know, try that for myself and turn that in. But I like put my own spin on it. And I've also got like a link to my website in that one as well. So people go to my website from that like ad as well. It's not just, yeah. not just likes. And, but I guess I just, I always have a lot of ideas. So I've always got so many ideas. I'm always coming up with ad ideas the main reason I'm starting my my agency because I just want to have I just have ideas for people and I just want to sell them like 
<laughs> do this for this person. So I just I take action on them though. I don't just write them all down and leave them there. So I'll, I'll set them up. I'll run them as ads. I'll test them. I usually start with a small testing budget of about 5 to $10 a day. And then the ones that get the best response, we will sometimes I just test them as a piece of content and then add a call to action later. Yeah, yeah I think it's just all about knowing your audience um, and knowing yourself is a really big part of it as well and just confidently putting your ideas out there with the intention of helping and serving people rather than trying to make a sale. I think that's a really big part of it as well. I believe that people can feel that energy that comes through your posts or your ads. Yeah, 100%. Love mm-hmm. that. Great answer. So uh, for anyone that's listened and they've been like, cool, Carissa sounds amazing. She's sparkly. She has a magical T-shirt on. Um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> she stays magical and they want to connect with you more. Where's the best place for them to connect with you online? My Facebook group called Coffee with Carissa. It's probably the hub of where everything happens. Instagram, all of the social handles are Carissa Hill Coach. So Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and my website's um, carissahill.com.au. Awesome. So everyone, if you need that, if you missed any of those, check the show notes for wherever you're listening, watching, enjoying this and connect with Carissa, of course. She's amazing at what she does. And if you guys do need any help, if you do need to blow some ads up, we can help you with that as well. You can check out www.mogulcall.com and we're more than happy to have a chat with you and help you become a mogul in your industry. And if you want to become magical, visionary, uh, obviously chat with Carissa too. So guys, thank you so much. And Carissa, thank you so much for making the time to uh, join us today. Thanks, Kim. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cheers.